0: Oh,
1: Welcome to Pilot Boys, the podcast where we review the first episode of the TV shows. My name is Caesar.
0: Yeah, and I'm Gabriel.
1: And today we are reviewing Deadly Class, the new sci fi show. Yeah, it is sci fi, yes. It is a comic book about these misfits who go to like a Hogwarts, like a deadly arts Hogwarts, and they learn how to kill and various things like that. It's based on this comic book by Rick Remender and Wesley Craig. I actually used to read the comic, but I kind of fell off. But I really liked it. And I think they kind of, I don't know, based on first impressions, what'd you you think?
0: It's really, I thought it was really entertaining from start to finish. There are obviously some issues with it, but overall, I thought it was really entertaining. And the cast is pretty interesting.
1: What did you, what were your issues with it?
0: I feel like it's overly sexualized.
1: Mm. Really? Yeah. That's, it hasn't even, the sex hasn't even started yet.
0: I know. Just based off the first episode, it's very like, they're very flirtatious with each other.
1: Like the women or like, man, what do you mean?
0: I think the women are, like, written to be, like, overly sexual. Mm. I don't know if it's like that in the comics or if it's just, like, made for TV.
1: Oh, no, yeah, that that you know? stuff is in the comics. Well, that's one of the things I want to talk about. So, the in the comic book, a lot of things transfer well, uh-huh. right? Like, some of the stuff, I, it's, I think it stays pretty loyal to the comic book. But that could be a double-edged sword because right away when it starts, he's, like, narrating the entire thing mm-hmm. like you would in a comic book like the, yeah. the thought bubbles, shit like that and that that's good for a comic book but when you do it in a visual medium it's just kind of like explaining to the audience instead of kind of showing it mm-hmm. i do think that they had a, a good balance of like not overly explaining everything like i was like hmm i wonder if this is going to be set in a different time period because in in the comic book obviously it's in the 80s and they never said explicitly like this is in the '80s, but they did it's show the Reagan 80s, yeah. because, and that's how you know. Yeah, I thought there were some things that some the, work from the comic yeah. book, and some things that are just some a of lot. the
0: dialogue comes off a little, I think, cheesy too. Not to know if it reads better through the comics, but I don't know with some of the actors, I just thought like the dialogue was a little cheesy mm-hmm. with like the whole what is it the Soto Vatos the Soto Vatos gang. Mm-hmm. I just thought like. I forgot his name. The main guy from the gang. He was extremely cheesy, I thought.
1: It was stereotypical. Yeah. yeah.
0: And the same with Maria, right? Maria's her name. I felt the same way about her. And I don't know what to think of her character yet, but it It did feel stereotypical for them.
1: Yeah, I think so too. And I think that's one of the things that I say it's like a double-edged sword because in the comic book that kind of shit, the those stereotypes, they don't really seem as offensive, I guess. I mean, they did, obviously. And also, the, this came out four years ago, so it wasn't like ultra PC yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So seeing this on screen with like the stereotypes seems like one of the things that's an issue where it doesn't necessarily travel or translate as well. First impressions, I thought it was a really entertaining show. Yes. It did feel like... Hogwarts for misfits kind Professor of thing. Professor Snape was there. Yeah, it was like that kind of shit like <laughs> Professor of the Dark Arts. Dark Arts. Even like poisons or uh potions kind of shit, you know yeah. what I mean? So that was entertaining. I think uh I think I'm excited to watch it. But yeah, there was definitely some issues and it has to do more with like the portrayal of characters. Yeah. Deadly Class was created by Remender and Wesley Craig, the comic book, but it was developed by Remender and Miles Orion Feldsot? Yeah, so let's just jump into the themes, I think. I think the first one that stood out to me is obviously that, like, school is like a prison. Yeah. Like, there's kind of like, all these cliques. I mean, that's not a narrative that's new in any way. They like, even have Mean that... Girls did it. They
0: even yeah, Exactly, that one scene where they're describing everyone on each table felt very Mean yeah. Girls-like. And... Like, this,
1: those are the plastics over there. Yeah, these yeah are the, the fucking... preps and yeah. all And that. even, I mean, even, like, in concept, they are kind of, like, that group the Lindsay lohan the the gay dude and what's her name janice they're kind of like the out like they don't fit in with anyone they're the rats yeah yeah yeah. deadly class yeah but i mean obviously i think that that's kind of the way i explain it to myself where the stereotypes didn't seem as bad because if it's like a prison and usually in prison narratives which is obviously the same thing it's tired Mm -hmm. like it's like all right but i guess that is a reality it's supposed to be, like, the heightened versions of these people. Like, black people being in gangs, Japanese people being in the Yakuza, Mexican people, or Latino people big being, affiliated like to, cholos. like, a big gang. Yeah, and then, like, yeah, there's definitely some issues, because when I read the comic, I was like, eh, it's, it's fine. But, like, now that I see it on screen, like, seeing her with, like, the Dia de los Muertos face painting, I'm just yeah. like, why is that always... It's like, certain markers of a culture that everybody thinks or everyone has agreed that that's who represents us. Mm-hmm. Like, the face, that the Dia de los Muertos face painting has become, like, the new sombrero. But, I, I don't know. It, it it bothered me in a sense, but it didn't make it, like, unwatchable. Yeah. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, it does make sense. I even felt like, with Maria's aesthetic, they, I mean, besides the the other los Muertos paint, the like, hoops and the bandana, yeah, making her look like. But she doesn't look like a chola no it was just what they decided to like make her wear that conveyed i guess that image but yeah. besides that she doesn't really look like what a chola supposed to look like it just sounds like it seems it was like, like chola sheet. it was forced yeah that's what it felt like
1: it was like chola through the eyes of someone who's never who doesn't really know that life. yeah from. but i think that keeping in that that theme of schools is like prison i mean the obvious political Affiliation is the like school to prison pipeline, uh-huh. where like, you know, you get suspended so for used... fighting. Yeah, yeah,
0: missing more school instead of you know
1: exactly. And then so like, this place. So I didn't even I didn't recap it. So the general recap is there are these there's this school of like these misfits or these like degenerates who get recruited by this like mysterious guy named Mister Lin. Yeah. And he brings all these children who kind of have like violent inclinations and he brings them into this school and he's basically going to teach them how to hone their skills, their, their killing skills and all things that have to do with the deadly arts. And the main character is this kid Marcus, named Marcus, who's a homeless kid and who lost his parents. And we just see him kind of acclimate to the school and having trouble like girl trouble but also just being bullied kind of i mean it, in a general sense it's a very like traditional high school high story yeah, it's but a, it, with like murder with a twist yeah yeah which i mean when i when i read the comic i'm, I'm i'll be upfront like i really loved the comic mm-hmm. cuz i thought it was like really fun it was really like fucked up there was like everything it was like it was sex drugs rock and roll and murder it was like everything so, I thought it was fun, but some of the stuff was a little, like... Some of the stuff, I think, translated well. Like, seeing the action sequences, I thought mm-hmm. it was cool. It was just mostly, like, presentation of certain characters. So, it was just, like... Eh. Yeah,
0: that was the biggest, I think, drawback for the show. was, like, seeing some of those characters on screen, but also having them be very stereotypical. But I think everything else was pretty well done. Even the, the animation scene.
1: Oh that was beautiful yeah. which is done by the artist Wesley Craig and it's just kind of like a reimagining which i don't think this is like 100% what the first like issue or arc of the comic is uh-huh. but it was pretty close like it's it got the general idea down I also one of the other things that was pretty obvious in the first episode is like everybody's super depressed yeah everybody's like super bleak which is i think is interesting cuz it's not like like, all right, there is kind of a depression to every high school story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, the main character obviously suffers with, like, either not fitting in or having trouble, like, making friends. And I think this kind of is just an update to that or just kind of like a subversion or just taking that same anxiety mm-hmm. and placing it in, like, a chaotic nature or, like, in a chaotic environment but it's obviously like way darker like it would seem like it would fit in like the DC universe or something
0: but there is some comedy relief through like some characters
1: yeah but not much
0: not much but i think his name is billy don with the mohawk the one with the mohawk yeah he's very comical in the show but the main character mark is obviously you know his story you know why he's there his motivation i think a lot of those characters do share that, you know, same depression, but there is comical relief. So it doesn't always get like, yeah, you know, one of the repetitive. most like
1: obvious like ways that they show Marcus's depression is him narrating everything. Yeah. Like if he's fucking Batman talk, he even uses language like, oh, like there's like darkness Very- in the streets kind of shit. Flowery. It is super flowery, which is, you know, I know someone who writes like that. Um, but also just like everyone just kind of hates everything and like they don't it's also kind of epicurean where like everyone's only searching for their desires like yeah. everyone's only after certain like quick validation like they're they're after like drugs they're after like sex yeah it's just kind of like these 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 kids who just only want pleasure at in, in like a quick sense which i guess is an honest depiction of of kids, kids. in high school but obviously it's a little more hardcore where they want like but obviously with Marcus
0: you see like probably midway into the show what he wants out of that school yeah and like who he wants to assassinate yeah
1: which I guess is a is a good segue into the, the setting which is the 1980s yeah and you he want wants to
0: assassinate it? Ronald Reagan right because yeah. Ronald Reagan cut funds for the mentally ill. yeah so
1: so how did his parents die?
0: So his parents died because Ronald Reagan decided to cut funds uh, for the mentally ill and the schizophrenic suicidal woman jumped out of the building yeah. and she landed on, his, on parents. his parents and they both died.
1: Yeah. So he kind of internalized that, like, which is funny because he, he's a kid at that point, but he had, like...
0: But he had just had a special moment with his dad where his dad, like, gave him advice.
1: Yeah, but, like, he developed, like, a political awareness yeah. at a young age, which I guess is very true of, like being grown up in, in like a harsh environment yeah you do kind of develop this political awareness very quickly it reminded me of shameless where like they're these kids who are just like total fuck-ups uh-huh but they develop a sense of self very early because they need they need they need to, to uh, survive yeah, yeah. And, and they I need think, to
0: be like their own parent yeah so like know. i think
1: him i think the only thing that fuels him as a person marcus is hate and like hating everyone cuz he's pretty depressed and doesn't really want to live. Yeah. But we we, we learn that the reason why he's he like joins eventually is because he wants to kill Ronald Reagan. Yeah. And like it's it's very apparent that like he hates Ronald Reagan.
0: Cuz well yeah, his dad and his mother died because of him.
1: I thought it was Well, I mean, I don't know. That seems like
0: Well, he that's his his way of seeing
1: That's the character how motivation, obviously. Yeah. But I mean, I still think that when I read it, I was like I, I had just taken like a class that was talking about like Reagan and like all the shitty things he did, right? So I was just like, Of course, like Reagan is, is shitty and that's just the kind of shit he does. But I couldn't help but think that him hating Reagan was also like the writer's way of hating Reagan. Hating hating Reagan or like internalizing or hating his childhood. Cause I think Remender has talked about how like this is a very personal story where like he kind of grew up in, like, that misfit lifestyle uh-huh. and, like, very cynical kind of shit, and then he kind of got over it, which I think is, is like, it's it's an exaggerated version of everything. So that's why, for me, a lot of the time it worked, because uh-huh. it was, like, it's just, like, crazy shit all the time. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> Marcus is also, I think, maybe eventually, like, throughout the show, he won't be as blinded by rage. And maybe his motivations to be in that school will change. But, I mean, it's interesting to know that, like, his target is Ronald Reagan. And how, I guess that'll place him up higher up in the hierarchy of the school. So, I think it'll be interesting if they do continue with that. And if he does complete his mission, see where he goes after that. Yeah.
1: But, okay, let's talk about, so what the 1980s and, like, how that translates into the story. Mm -hmm. So... One of the things that we see is, like, there's... Right away, there's, like, the introduction of the homeless homelessness crisis. Like, he's homeless, and people just generally don't care about homeless. And they don't say it explicitly that, like, the reason why they're homeless is because of Reagan. But there is kind of, like, a general, like, sense that things aren't great. Things aren't peachy in the 1980s. Which, I, we I don't know if you've talked about it, but there is generally this kind of like hollywood is enamored with the 1980s mm-hmm. and there's there's this way of showing it where like it it's kind of revisionist where it doesn't show the harsh parts of it like i think stranger things is one of those things where like look at all these great things that happened in the 1980s but let's not let's not show like the real shit like yeah the drug epidemic or like the AIDS crisis. Like, all these things that happened in the 80s, people like to kind of gloss over them.
0: What's like? What's that movie, Say Anything? or,
1: the... The...
0: I mean, every 80s movie is pretty romanticized. It's like the teenager yeah. falls in love with the girl, and that's all it is about. It doesn't really show the tragedies of what's really going on through that time.
1: But I think... But I'm talking about specifically depictions now that uh-huh. are... Well, since they're enamored with the 80s, whether or not it's good or bad, huh. or I, mean, I guess just, like, they hate the 80s, I think there are also movies that show <laughs> the reality of it. I think it does a good job at, like, showing how fucked up the 80s are. Oh, yeah, because
0: they, they included racism and in the included whole kid dynamic. Like,
1: I mean, it, it came out because of what was happening with serial killers and, like, there was, like, a clown scare. Yeah. So it kind of developed out of that. And that's, I think now, translating that story now, it doesn't really look at the 80s with, like, these, these rose-tinted uh, glasses. glasses, and it kind of just shows it in, like, a real yeah. light. And I think this one, it does the complete opposite of something like Stranger Things, and it just, like, shows everything in like, this really, really dark lens where, like, it's always moody. It's never, there's never any sunshine. Everything's yeah. kind of overcast. And it's showing the '80s as someone who was like downtrodden. Yeah, it wasn't like
0: it's someone who's been through the hardships of the exactly. '80s, and they're presenting that on television. Yeah, and we're seeing that. I think they do a really good job with you know the homeless situation where uh, he's trying to kill, you know, the main the guy who's um and Rory, I guess, Rory, yeah, who's antagonizing him.
1: And he talks So about there's like this this dude named Rory who kind of is like the alpha
0: of the homeless of the people. homeless community that yeah. he's in,
1: and he kind of like steals stuff from Marcus. He steals a picture
0: of him and his dad.
1: Yeah, and then also
0: he, I mean Rory, pretty much can kill any homeless person he wants because the police don't really care. And Marcus yeah. says that, so that again
1: shows like that. The police are only concerned with certain parts. Yeah.
0: And that even happens now. It's like sex workers don't get a lot of attention, which is why serial killers mainly go after them. Or with homeless people, it's just like nobody wants that to be their own responsibility yeah. and just like push them aside and have someone else deal with it. Just
1: generally, yeah. people just kind of like block them out of their head. Yeah. Like you go to one of the most like, San Francisco, yes, San Francisco, but yeah. also just downtown LA, LA. In, in our in our neighborhood. Yeah. There's it's there's they're segregated. Yeah. They're put into certain areas, pushed out because no one cared about them, and that is something that has come. I mean, it's been around since before the 80s, but in the 80s is kind of where like a lot of stuff started to culminate, and we're still seeing the effects of it now. Yeah, so I think also keeping with the 80s, seeing those racial tensions that we see in the show. Mm-hmm. I think to not have them kind of be exaggerated would be a falsehood. Like, to not show them kind of be... How do you feel with Marcus, though? Hating each other? Because Uh in the 80s, it wasn't all peachy. It wasn't all like, oh, like, you know, we all love each other.
0: But why didn't they... Do you think, like, they chose not to exaggerate Marcus? Because, I mean, he is Latino, too, but he presents very white. I didn't know until... But he's, like... Because he's half. Yeah, so I, yeah, know, so I like, think I
1: think that there is a conversation to be had about the Latino people who didn't grow up with being Latino.
0: Yeah. Do you think he's one of them, I guess, without them pretty much writing it into you? I don't know, because I think... Perceive it that way.
1: I think we're talking about it in an age now where identity politics are such a thing. Yeah. Where, like, the 1980s, in certain sectors, they were. Like, in, the, in academia, yeah, identity was everything. Like, the feminist movement, sure, but a lot of people didn't really care about shit like that. Like, yeah. especially in the 1980s, because being Latino was... You, we still weren't technically, like, categorized as, like, a race. We didn't even have our... Or yeah, we didn't have that kind of shit. Like, so that common conversation really wasn't there People yet. would
0: just mark white, wouldn't they? Or yeah, like- we would
1: just be other or Caucasian. Yeah. Or, like, because ethnicity and race are completely different yeah. things. So, I mean, I don't know. It's him being, uh like, half Nicaraguan... <laughs> and not identifying as Latino, kind of like...
0: Because they do bring that up when Maria goes up to him. Yeah, she's like, right are in the you...
1: Beginning. She says, are you Latino or are you Mexican?
0: And he's like, my dad's from Nicaragua. Yeah. But you can tell, like, even with the way he pronounces he Nicaragua, like, no, it's like, very... Yeah,
1: like, that was a part of his identity that he yeah. does not know anything about.
0: Yeah. So that's interesting. Because his dad, even, like, in that scene with his dad, his dad has an accent. Yeah. But I guess none of... It rubbed off on him. Not the accent itself, but, like, he wasn't raised to be in touch with outside of his I do think there was kind of a
1: subversion with, like, the black, like, masculinity. Uh Uh-huh. So the dude, the dude who is... His lab partner, right? Yeah, yeah, his lab partner. So he's a black dude who kind of has, like, dreadlocks. He kind of wears, like, a baggy jacket. I think his name was Willie... He kind of gets to this, well, so the, they get an assignment from Masterlin, which is like the headmaster. And the assignment is that they have to kill someone who they deem worthy of being killed. So he goes with Marcus to go he kill. He forces Marcus to yeah, get Yeah, he the car forces Marcus.
0: By pulling out a gun.
1: Yeah, to go kill Rory. And he's very like, yeah, like I'm going to do this shit and then you don't have to see me ever again. So he sees Rory and he has his, his sights on him with a gun. But then he backs off. He he he, he can't go through with it, and then his his veneer or his bravado kind of breaks, and he's just like, "Yeah, like this this shit, like this OG shit. I'm not with it. Like I hate that. I hate having
0: to be like my mom's the reason I'm in this school. Like it wasn't my choice."
1: Which that was one of the the main narratives of the comic that I really liked because there's always, especially in the 80s, there was like this like you have to be like a strong man kind of thing. Like you have to be super like tough kind of shit especially for black people because it was just like a total masculinity play mm-hmm. and i think this kind of subverts that a little bit and i enjoyed that i enjoyed that they they showed it like of course it was a little like a kind of like eye rolly when they first show it uh-huh that he was just like this you know like he's like i'm not type. as
0: hard as people think i am yeah
1: but then uh, later he just kind of just like a dude who's is, isn't as I think tough or as crazy as they, they pertain to be. I,
0: I think the important part of that scene where he backs out of like... I mean, eventually they kill Rory, but Marcus ends up killing Rory. And I think um. after Willie backs out, Marcus doesn't really give him shit for it, and yeah. he just kind of accepts him for who he is, and I think that's yeah. what allows him to be comfortable around Marcus.
1: Yeah, well, I think we're, we're starting to see the inklings of like... Some sort of friendship. Yeah, friendship, fun, but also just happening. like their communion or not or their group which is like people who don't really fit into the confines of like is he
0: gangs. considered a rat
1: no he's part of the king's dominion or whatever
0: oh yeah okay, okay.
1: which is like you know a black gang kind of thing yeah which yeah so i it all it also it kind of seems like they're like royal families or like they're like it like slytherin or even like yeah. gryffindor kind of shit and, and there's like, like a leader of each one. Marcus
0: comes from non-magical parents. Yeah, like, exactly. He's,
1: he's kind of like a muggle, yeah. and he hasn't been sorted yet. No, not a muggle.
0: Muggle. A mudblood.
1: Mudblood? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, he's a mudblood. Excuse me, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I'm not up on the new Pottermore lore where, <laughs> fucking, they used to throw shit on the ground. Apparently, you oh, should be. Did you hear about that? That she went on Pottermore and she was just like JK? Yeah, JK. She like she was like, Oh yeah, JK, it's me. They used to throw shit on the streets back in the day. And she like that's like canon now. Like back in the day before plumbing, they used to throw shit in the streets. Oh. I'm just like, What? Like why wouldn't you just use magic to like get rid of the shit?
0: Yeah. Or like burn it. Yeah. They don't care about pollution.
1: But, again, I'm that's gonna... that's another conversation <laughs> about J.K. Rowling. Um, anything else you wanted to talk about from the 80s? I mean, that intertwines with the
0: show. You know what? I mean, you're not, like, a big fashion person, but even, like, the fashion in the show didn't really represent the 80s to me. Mm. It felt more like the 90s. Like, a lot more. Like, you didn't see any, like, girl there with, like, big bangs and big curly hair. You know, hair, a ton of hairspray in their uh, hair. A lot of the men don't represent what the 80s was. Why
1: well, I don't I I didn't feel like there was any popular culture people there. Everyone kind of seemed like fringe groups.
0: Yeah, but there's there's an aesthetic to the 80s and I don't think like the show represented that really well. I thought
1: he looked like he was from the 80s the with jacket. The jacket.
0: I, it reminded me very of um what's his name Marty from Back to the Future?
1: Yeah. Like the Chucks or like those yeah, kind of shoes and the but jeans. But a
0: lot of the other people was very like no, but maybe that's because
1: Yeah, cuz everybody's like based off their own yeah. aesthetic no like, but i, I see yeah. that i see that they they didn't really like commit yeah in the wardrobe department for sure yeah and then the, the one of the last things i had was just like do we see some of this stuff nowadays like the 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 kind of like stereotypes that we see in this are they still around today are those tensions like those racial tensions are they still around today is it something that we saw when we were growing up did, did you see these racial tensions or like these cliques in high school?
0: Wait, yeah, I did um there was always wasn't there always a fight on single the mile? Yeah. Between like black people and then uh latinos. Which is odd. Which is I don't I have no idea how that came about but it was something everyone knew that was going to happen on this day. But I think like towards the end of my high school days it stopped happening. Hmm. Like, it wasn't as big, I guess, as it used to be. Yeah. But I mean, obviously in high school, everyone has their own little cliques.
1: But well, with I think that has to do with like, we're in a time now where gang activity has decreased. Yeah. Violent crimes have decreased. Even in our area, which is technically considered a hood or hood adjacent. Yeah. Those kinds of- It doesn't really- Yeah, it's, it's just, those tensions anymore. are starting to die. I
0: mean, except those four bodies found like last year in Linwood. Yeah, but. that's true. <laughs> I mean, but you don't know if that's gang affiliated or if that's,
1: but those were just, like, Some- fun bodies, you know? <laughs> Something like, Those are on. just, like, tee-hee.
0: <sighs> There's a deadly class here.
1: For real, dude.
0: But, I mean, with racial tensions now, I mean, th- obviously, they're still really high, but I think- Are the, they, though? The way they go about it is very different, I okay, believe. Okay,
1: are they high, or is it just- Or are we just seeing more of it? plugged in. Okay, I think we're constantly plugged so in. So, we're seeing more of it.
0: It's always been like this, but now that- if we have social media, we're more aware of the racial tensions or we see a lot more instead of just seeing it in our own backyard or- own I mean, I'm not, I'm not,
1: I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. Yeah. I just think that, yeah, I think nowadays, whether or not there is more or less, Yeah. I just think we're so, like, all the fucking time it's there and we yeah. like, oh, like, oh, that guy hates me because I'm black. Okay, cool. Just That's happened just, yesterday
0: like, the when they filmed that video of that woman from the LA district yeah in southgate
1: yeah like she was she was i mean recently there's been like teacher strikes in la for those who are interested and this woman basically told the strikers to build a wall yeah which i mean it's in a predominantly like latino area so it's loaded With, and there's still that yeah. like racial tension
0: we yeah i agree we just see it a lot more because we're always like tuned in to social media. But I think we see it differently, where it's not always just physical anymore because mm-hmm. that's how high school I think used to be or middle school. yeah, but now it's more of people using words, I guess mm-hmm. that we're seeing a lot more of. yeah, and obviously, there's still policies that divide us, but locally, I think it's a lot more hmm. usage of words. Than-
1: yeah, I don't know. I feel like that that stuff like this show is just kind of showing that like that tension. and I think the show is pretty tame. Yeah. There was no, like, overt racism. The only, like, thing is it that, there like, was, like that in the comics? Questionable. Oh, yeah, they say, like, the F word all the time. Like, they're very... Mm, fat. It was very, like... Yeah, they say, like, fat people, we hate fat people. <laughs> that's that's exactly what they say. No, but, like, homophobic slurs yeah. and, like... They... There's
0: no gay character, right? Well, it's so far that no, we No, but, of...
1: like, that doesn't... You don't have to have a no, gay no, character. No, no, I'm just for... asking,
0: like, in general. Like, I thought, um billy was gonna be gay at first because he's very like that's his way of you know when in that wrestling scene i guess he's using humor because he's nervous and they snap his arm there are no
1: i think there might be but i don't remember but yeah like it in the comics it was very like language i wouldn't say like time period language appropriate or like they really stuck to the time because he was someone who grew up in the 80s the writer
0: even willie talks about fucking a nazi yeah. And he's just like, yeah, she's a Nazi, but I'm not going to wipe her up. And it's just like...
1: Yeah, which I guess is kind of an issue. Like, I think if the show really would have committed to, like, the darkness, it would have gone all the way. You know? Like, one of the things maybe that it's I liked just... about mid-90s, the yeah. Jonah Hill movie, is that he did not hold back. They said the N-word all the time. Mm-hmm. They said, like, homophobic slurs. They said shit like that all the fucking time. But that was, like real language that people use, like very casual, yeah. kind of like racism maybe they're just
0: testing the waters for the first episode and like keeping it in between to kind of see how people react. Because obviously like it did you hear about Family Guy just recently Mm-mm. and how they're no they're no longer um writing in gay jokes into the show to that? adapt to the times of things. And I'm pretty sure it had to do with the Kevin Hart thing. But I mean a lot of the reasons I love I love Veep is because VEEP does not care. Yeah. VEEP goes in and it's hilarious. But you're saying think... that
1: as someone who's super PC. Yeah.
0: But I think there's a difference between scripted TV and someone who's I guess a comedian.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Cuz I think there's a there's a, there's a line between that that separates it. But I mean, I love VEEP and I love it for not being PC hmm. because I think that's what makes it a great show. Like Selena's
1: just I don't know. See, I feel like this is where we'll differ. Yeah. Because I think that there is, there's different ways to use it, uh-huh. and I think that whether or not you use it, is one thing. Whether or not it's offensive to a person, is personal. Mm-hmm. Because someone can say what they want, and it can be funny to some people, and it can be offensive to other people. That doesn't make it right that they said it. It doesn't mean that like, like people should stop crying about it. Yeah, it's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that people say things, and it can be funny to some people. And it cannot be. But that's what comedy is. Mm-hmm. So I think that if you're going to portray a period... Like, if you made a slave movie and oh, yeah. no one's said the N-word, I'd be like, okay, well, what the fuck was that? It was a stupid fucking movie. Like, you can't... You, you, you got to be appropriate with language as much mm-hmm. as anything else. And I think that that's... I don't know. I feel like that's something that it could have benefited from if they were, like... If it was so dark and, like... They, I think, I think people are okay with, like, seeing the murder of, like, people who are of color, but they're not okay with, like, them calling it a racial slur. Mm-hmm. Like, for some reason, language is way worse than, like, showing nudity or violence against a certain group. Yeah. Which I think is, like, that's an odd thing to be okay with.
0: And, I mean, does sci-fi show... Like, do they get graphic, or can they to even an extent? Show they, I don't sex? think they ever.
1: Well, they said shit in the first line. It was oh, okay. like shit. I did not catch that. Yeah, they don't. They didn't. I, I feel like the the language is pretty tame now. That I think about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the groups in the I mean that are part of that school are obviously not PC at all, but they haven't pushed it to that point where yeah. they're showing that through words. Yeah, and I think maybe they'll. They'll probably end up doing it later on in the series, but who knows?
1: I doubt it. I, and th- doubt I mean, th- it. I think
0: the Family Guy thing is a really, like, big thing. The fact what that, do you like, think of that? I don't know. Because, I mean, I used to love Family Guy for it's obviously, like... I used to be a big fan because of the jokes, and, like, they just always go there. But they it's had happened, jokes? It's happened with South Park, where they've had to pull
1: Yeah, but that was, like, that was, like, fucking six years ago. I know, but a- if
0: that happened six years ago, I mean, I'm saying, like...
1: But there are certain things... I mean censorship is not like a new thing. No, like there's been censorship forever. Like the the Janet Jackson thing is is like the the holy, like that's the big event. Yeah. with what happened in censorship. censorship, but the showing Muhammad thing was just like I don't know if we can we can do that. So it, it was out of it. fear, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So they didn't show it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The Family Guy thing is kind of like
1: the episode aired, by the way. They oh, they censored appearing? it
0: completely. Oh, I see, I see, I see. With the Family Guy thing, I don't know if it's gonna like lead to other shows following the same steps. I don't know. Or I mean,
1: <sighs> like, is that a good thing though? Is it a good thing that we're s- people are self censoring to stop from people like as preemptively?
0: I don't know. That's a hard thing to answer.
1: I mean, is this something that is very close to you? Because yeah, you're someone who identifies as a gay person. <laughs> Does it? Aff- that, how do you feel about See, them? But the thing like, is, just
0: because I centering themselves, just about because gay jokes. I won't be offended by it, doesn't mean other people won't. So that's such a
1: PC answer. Yeah, but
0: I'm not going to be the KP, the gatekeeper, and be like, "Oh no, it's fine." Like I'm not offended. The gatekeeper. So. <laughs> so everyone shall pass. But I'm not going to be the gatekeeper and um say just because it doesn't offend me, it shouldn't offend anyone who's gay.
1: That's such a PC answer. But I
0: mean, obviously, like with the whole Kevin Hart thing. I didn't agree with some of the stuff he said. And obviously, like, it's not my place to, like, give him a pass because he's not really. No, that's about, Ellen's place, obviously. Obviously. But he's not talking about my community.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm not black. So.
1: But how do you know that it's. Oh, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, because it, it had to do with the sun. Yes. Yes.
0: And then with Family Guy, I mean, it's obviously not about one race. It's about a whole group. Mm-hmm. And. I mean, I personally wouldn't be offended by it because I know. That's the show. If I watch it, I'm tuning into. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm gonna get. Which is why it's like it's different if you can avoid that and decide not to watch it. Like I'm not gonna go to a Kevin Hart show if I don't like Kevin Hart. Yeah. But the thing is, he's but still like, if you go to a Kevin Hart there, show
1: and you don't like him and he says a homophobic thing, are you gonna get offended knowing that it's a comedy space? You get what I mean?
0: I think there's I think there's a level to like like each joke. Yeah. And I think like the joke about his son was a little like too. Do you think that it's just harsh? not funny
1: now, or it just is it wasn't ever funny?
0: I think with that joke specifically, I don't think that's ever funny. Mm. I think other things can be funny, but I think like certain things should just not be said, especially like when you're when like the people who are really entertained by you yeah. are probably straight men or mm-hmm. straight women. Yeah, I mean, no, it who there's in there's that too.
1: there's a lot to talk about where they're not it like. furthers the void or that divide for like gay men like and i mean sorry black men and 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 being gay
0: obviously if kevin hart like say he his main audience consisted of gay men and he's a straight man obviously that joke wouldn't do as much damage as you know playing it out to a straight audience but i don't think he'd even consider telling that joke to a gay audience yeah but he feels comfortable enough because it's like well most of my audience doesn't you know, yeah. involve that community, so I can say this and it'll be funny, but it can't be damaging.
1: But also, like he wasn't on the clock when he said that joke. He tweeted oh, when
0: did it. did you say it? So he tweeted it.
1: So he wasn't like, "Hey guys, I'm." But do you I'm think most of right his now. followers
0: are not like? I mean, I don't know; it's hard to tell. But I don't think a lot of people who were part of the LGBT would be.
1: Well, I mean, this was ten years ago. Cameron we have hard to acknowledge friends. that it was That's in two thousand ten. It was a way different time. I, See, I'm a I, little
0: biased too cuz I
1: think But like I, I can also say yeah. that I know that you're not the same person from 10 years. No, back.
0: obviously not. I don't think anyone But you is. and I are also like yeah.
1: private citizens who have Kevin lived Hart's lives a, and have overcome stupid shit that we Yeah.
0: See, but then the thing is like I think Kevin Hart's just doing more damage to himself now. Like he just recently went on and saying how he he's the one being attacked. Oh no, no, I no. Know. For sure he's
1: he's doing he's he's shooting himself in the foot yeah. by doing so much press. Yeah. And I I get it. I think that there is some integrity in what he did originally. I don't think that. I think having that position of power and doing it on your own terms is a, is good for a comedian because there are very few people in the comedy space who could do that, yeah. and still be okay.
0: Sarah Silverman is one of them. Like,
1: yeah, no, no, no. But like, I'm saying, who could deny? Oh, who could decline the Oscars and still be okay? Oh, I see, I see. It's see. such a. It's like a privilege to do that. And he's one of them, though. And he's one of them, yeah. but like. To not apologize is just like, like I get it. You you don't want to do it, and no, but the just thing is, he like, did
0: apologize, and now he's going back on it, and like he's just like you said, shooting himself on the foot, and yeah. he's just making it everything worse. And Ellen did the same thing. Yeah, but
1: anyway, I don't know how the fuck we got on this. <laughs> going back to the tangent. show,
0: I do think they'll push the language a little more. I, I think hope they, so. I think so because I mean, if they're trying to fit the, you the, know, the setting, the setting of the show, I think. That should be included, yeah. Because there's obviously racial tensions, yeah,
1: and like to, to see a show about like the 1980s and like queer culture and then don't say the f word. Yeah. I'm just like that is not an accurate portrayal of what the 80s. Like were I like.
0: would imagine they drop an AIDS joke in there somewhere too. Yeah, like,
1: for sure. Yeah, they have to. Like, I I don't know. I feel like being PC can affect art in a bad way because mm-hmm. I think there is censorship that isn't always great yeah and i i get it i understand the fight but i don't always think that it's always for the better i do think that for the most part it tends to be good but there are also moments where it's messy and they don't no one really knows what they're doing they're just kind of upset about it and it's just like this built this pent-up anger which i understand but uh yeah that's all i have anything else we didn't cover
0: no i think we Pretty much got everything.
1: Okay. So let's go into the ratings on a scale of one to five. How, like, what would you give it?
0: I think like a 3.8 around there. Mm. 3.5, 3.8. That's a decent score. I mean, because I was really entertained the whole time. Mm -hmm. I'm like really interested in Marcus as a character. I
1: think that's a fair score.
0: And I think, honestly, I'm just mainly interested in just him Mm. at this point. A lot of the other characters, I don't feel like got a lot of development out of the first episode. Maybe uh, Willy, right? Mm-hmm. He was, like, the only other one. But, like, Maria just kind of... I don't know. I didn't really get much from her.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's kind of surface-level stuff. The yeah. good thing, I mean, I just based on the comics, you do get a lot more. Okay. The, you do get a lot more from every single character. Okay. Except for Saya, kind of. She's kind of just stays mysterious. She's the, the Japanese girl. Okay. She just kind of stays mysterious, but the mariah tensions the willy tensions um the mariah. english dude sorry <laughs> maria excuse me <laughs> um but yeah you definitely get more but i think that's a fair score for 3.8 is a fair score
0: and then i think i see it going on for like four to five three point eight what many? sir three point eight broken tvs
1: don't fucking roll your eyes on me bitch
0: <laughs> and then yeah four to five seasons i think I don't I haven't know. Even, what bitch? I haven't
1: even asked. Oh, <laughs> it's fucking ruining the show! God damn. <laughs> anyway, my score, sir. I would give it. I think three point eight is a good score. I'd probably go four because I really enjoyed it. I don't think it was the best show, but I think it was a, a decent show. It, it definitely feels like It feels like kick ass a little. It feels like kick ass. It feels like Shameless. It feels yeah. like this other show called uh, this other comic book called Morning Glories, which is just like. Lost, but mm-hmm. in the classroom, it's like you never really know what's going on. There's like, there's like a lot of shit where it's it's still kind of mysterious. Like we don't know who the yeah. fuck that guy is, and we don't know if if he's actually just training like a, a soldier of people, a so like a, a army, you know, kind of shit. Um, but yeah, I think for it was definitely it definitely feels like one of the the shows that's at the beginning of the year that's gonna kick off. I think it's a good way to kick off the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm interested to see where it goes. It it seems it was pretty fun to me. The action was cool. There's definitely a lot of good action, even in the comics. Like, the artist did a pretty good job at putting down the action sequences on the page. Yeah. So I'm curious to see how that looks on screen. So yeah, four broken televisions for me. What about? How long do you think that this show will go for? Stupid fucking bitch. <laughs> I'm thinking four to
0: five seasons. I mean, I don't know how long the comics. Have you really been think on it's for. gonna go that long? You know what? I don't know because sci-fi. Channels,
1: like, nothing really lasts.
0: The shows don't do like I started watching Helix on there, not that long. I mean, dude, that was fucking 2012, so long 2011, and it only went on for three seasons, so it didn't last that long. And I don't think they, I want to say maybe three to four because hmm. it's just because it's on sci fi, yeah. So, maybe I mean, this might be their big break. With well, TV. Image
1: has a pretty good track record right now. The Walking Dad was Image, yeah. What else was Image? They did that one um, show with Seth Rogen. Outcast, A Preacher is no. That's Vertigo. Oh,
0: that's Vertigo. Outcast was on HBO, wasn't it? Outcast
1: was on HBO. Yeah, but I think it got canceled. It was pretty good though, from what I, I watched. Did, I didn't watch. No, it. No, sorry, it wasn't. It was on Cinemax. No one watched it. Oh yeah, but yeah, Image I think is doing a good job with like getting their shows developed. Yeah, and even this was pretty good. Like I, I definitely think that I think this was more enjoyable than the first episode of the walking dead i can say that
0: i really liked the first episode i didn't really like the first no? episode. that's of the one dead. where rick gets stuck in a tank right and Glenn yeah. helps him i just yeah
1: i did not like the first episode really? of the walking dead i I, I, it. I didn't like the first season of The walking dead at all
0: i hated the second the second season Mm-mm.
1: the second season is what drew me in because i yeah. like shane so much
0: it's too slow for me
1: yeah so I, for me i think i'd go i think it's only gonna go two seasons Okay. I don't see it lasting very long I think I'm more cynical when it comes to like it, there's a lot of advertising so yeah there's so a lot it, of money poured into it yeah. I've seen it everywhere on and the internet and the first episode
0: is free if you go to sci-fi
1: I hope. I mean I hope it does well because Image is like killing it well they were killing it when it came out for sure what's I ho- didn't even talk about it but what's this- Hellboy? Hellboy is, is awesome. vertical. Awesome no I'm sorry 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 that's is Dark Horse it, oh yeah Sensitive. Um, but this came, I didn't even talk about it in the beginning, but this came at a time where Marvel was losing a lot of their talent mm-hmm. for, in terms of writers. And a lot of those dudes were leaving because they basically could take a pay hit, but own everything that they write. So oh. Rick Remender used to write Uncanny X-Force. Uh huh. He used to write like a bunch of shit and he was like, his career was taking off at Marvel and he was doing pretty well, but he just completely like purged every one of his titles and just went to image and he started owning his own shit and he's been doing well for himself yeah he's doing like some good stuff i mean i
0: think as a writer you want to have ownership of yeah for things. sure
1: especially in that area because i mean when you write like someone like brian michael bendis who's been writing like spider-man for so long <laughs> he still didn't own it like he got to create and put his spin on it and he's super happy for into the spider-verse because he created Miles Morales. But he doesn't own it. Like so that's not his character. With
0: image, like does he own all the characters in Deadly Class? Like there's no
1: Yeah, they own the characters. So, they own they own everything. That's uh, their So intellectual they can sell property. it to
0: anyone as the creator. They don't well, need image. They just publish be... it.
1: Okay. But those that shit is theirs. Okay. They get to do what they want. I mean but the way the image started was like a bunch of disgruntled employees from the big two who just started their own mm-hmm. basically their own label. But yeah. I mean, I'm excited to see. I, it, it's, for me, it, it's exciting to see that he's still, like, that comics are still, indie comics are still relevant. Yeah. I, I do think that this one didn't feel like a superhero thing, which is cool, because, like, superhero fatigue is definitely, like, annoying. It's, yeah. It's so done. It, it was fun to see. But, yeah, that's it. Anything else? No. Good. You You can leave now. Thank you stupid bitch please okay 3